Hi, Flynn here, top salesman, top of the sales board. So we solved an actual murder, but apparently that's not enough for one night because Idafa got himself kidnapped. So me and the away team teamed up with our new janitor. I don't think he's actually a janitor though. And went to rescue him. We crashed the gates of a huge mansion, made short work of the guards, and busted into this weird underground place where they were keeping heaps of tiefling prisoners. Turns out it belongs to Mr. Marvelous, a criminal I've been investigating. He doesn't seem happy about us being here. everybody and welcome to the terrible adventures of the Janice and Bradford's Parchment Company. My name is Penny, I will be your DM and if the federal government showed up needing my help it would be because all of the copies of the Lion King and all the scripts of the Lion King got deleted in a tragic Lion King fire and they needed someone to recreate the script who knew the script off by heart. <laughs> Hi I'm Nate and I play Flindla the Halfling Bard um, and if the federal government needed my help it would be that we'd all turn to Lego and they needed help organising themselves. <laughs> Hi my name is Stephanie and I play Frankie. If they came to me for help it'll be for one of two things one to decipher memes two <laughs> to like hide packages that they order from <laughs> their husbands because i don't <laughs> do that the federal government's husband, <laughs> one husband. is it the, the husband <laughs> i don't know hiding things yeah everybody's a uh, husband uh, <laughs> uh, my name is liz i play karen the dwarf barbarian and if the government came to me for help, it would be to refilm all of the Lord of the Rings extended editions, Be Kind Rewind style. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Poppy. I play Idafa, the uh, tiefling rogue. I hate to steal from Penny, but mine would also be a movie thing. Um, I would, they would come to me and be like, oh, Poppy, we, okay, so all of the Shrek 2 <laughs> is gone. And we really need to refilm Shrek 2 for some reason. Can you please come in and be the voice of every character? Um, and, that, and I'd say yes. Can you just give us just a quick Shrek just right now? <laughs> a Shrek? Yeah, you said every character. Oh, God. If you can't do Shrek, then... That's the main okay, character. What is the something Shrek says? I... Can we not sing Donkey? for two minutes? Get out of my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on the spot now. Um, She's going red. <laughs> No. <laughs> I well, honestly don't think, I think maybe government the government would call and, uh, the wrong person. No, they'd put me in a room by myself and I'd be fine. <laughs> Which one is Shrek 2? Is that the one where Shrek becomes a guy? Yeah, yes, yeah. he becomes a handsome man. That's my favorite one. Yeah, it's the best one for sure. Yeah. Although it doesn't have Robin Hood and his merry men singing a song and then getting beat up by Fiona, which was top shit. It was so good. And then they ate rats and that was fun. Too. That was also fun. Hey, Shrek. <laughs> Just quickly, have you guys noticed um, in, I think it was Ponsonby or something, that someone had put up billboards saying Shrek for Prime Minister? Yes. And I was like, I would vote. <laughs> I mean, compared to the other people there. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. <laughs> okay. That went off the rails so quickly. <laughs> All right, let's get All right, so back to uh, the terrible adventures of the Jarrison Breffitt's Parchment Company. You just heard 
Mr. Marvelous reach out to you. Mm. I assume your next move would be to try and help Idafo, right? Oh yeah, Karen has already summoned her great axe and she is running as fast as her tiny little legs can take her towards the doctor who's got the big injector. <laughs> He's, he's got, got the, the comically he's got large the, syringe. He's got yes. the comically large syringe. Yes. yes. So she's she's got a great axe and she's heading for him. Yeah. Um, as this is happening, uh, an illusion forms, like in a, a, a spectral, semi-transparent uh, torso and head of a tiefling appears, and it's it's you recognize it. It's the same person who came down before and shook you and asked you some questions, uh, and Mr. Marvelous. Uh, has appeared in this room, but you notice in this version of him, he only has one eye. <laughs> and he looks around and you kind of get the feeling that he can see what his illusion can see. And he says, So, if you're not working for Master Spec, who in the nine hells are you? As Karen charges, possibly through the hologram towards the doctor, she would like to say, I'm a middle manager! <laughs> Frankie, I don't. Frankie is going to like dive, like cool dive roll underneath it because I don't know, he doesn't know if it's real, uh, to try and get to Ido and try and unlock him, uh, free him from the. Cool, give me a dexterity check. Oh, yay. That is a four. <laughs> um, the roll made you a bit dizzy. Yeah. So you are, uh, unfortunately, you're fumbling with them and Idafer is kind of struggling at the same time, so it's making it a little difficult. Uh, Flynn, you and Friskin can see the same illusion where you are in the jail cells as you guys are walking like further down and you're, um, where, do you have any response? The, the illusion is kind of like following you and like a bit in front, it's just maintaining a distance from you. Flynn's literally gonna flip him off. Okay. Um, and and Friskin's like, yes, that is very good. You should ignore him. He is asshole. <laughs> and you guys carry on down the tunnel uh, that you've been walking down. And some of the tieflings are moving up to the bars and sort of like asking you for help. Or quite a few of them seem starved and weak. Uh, but you guys carry on down. The illusion's kind of like watching all of you, and it sort of stands back and rubs its chin and it says, oh. Freelancers, huh? <sighs> well, if you're in my surgery, looks like you gave my guards and my hounds a good one, too. Uh, any chance you want to come on board? You've always got a need for generals, especially ones who can kill without remorse. And at that moment, Karen would like to do a big hit on the doctor. Cool, roll me an attack roll. Absolutely. <laughs> we ain't got no time for their shenanigans. Oh, bugger. <laughs> oh, no. That's a poor first roll. It's a seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay. Um, you you kind of like side hit the doctor a little bit. Mm. Like he he sort of like leans back, and you catch the you catch the syringe at an odd angle, and the syringe does go like flying off, but you don't actually hit the doctor. You just sort of disarm him, um, and he falls back, and he's like scrambling back, you know, like upside down crab style, um, <laughs> back towards his you know his little cabinets and stuff. Mm. Frankie, Ido, you guys can give a response. Flynn, you can hear the same thing. You want to give a response? He's inviting you to join him. He's going to keep walking in. Um, oh, because is there, is there doors where I am? Like the cages of the people, right? Yeah, but they're, they're all like classic jail cell types where it's like, you know, you've got, you need the key and oh, it's yeah. just like a barred door. So okay. you guys are just carrying on walking. And, you know, some of the cells only have, you know, one or two tieflings and there's a few larger cells that have um, more, you know, up to a dozen tieflings. Frankie 
We'll just be like, sorry, I signed a contract. I'm stuck where I am. <laughs> Roll me another dex check on that. Uh, I'm trying to get Ido out. That is a nine. Yeah, not quite, not yet. I'm nearly there. Um, I'm trying. The illusion sort of like floats around in front of you again, Karen, and says, oh well, you've walked in some very top secret stuff in my organization. I can't have you leaving now. Welcome to your grave. I've been looking for an excuse to use this scroll. You could see the hologram looking at something that you can't see, like, you know, off the outside of the little area that you can see of him. Mm. Um, and you hear some noises, like some, you know, jingles and some jangles and some magic noises. Um, and the rock in the tunnel that you're all in begins to rumble. Marvelous turns and uh, speaks to somebody who you can't see. Kill everyone down there. No survivors. And the illusion flickers out. Probably should have kept him talking. When Karen hears kill everyone down there, no survivors, she st is still brandishing her great axe at the doctor, but she says, all right, this is your decision. You can get us out of here. No, wait, that's not her voice at all. <coughs> Where am I? I'm Karen. Oh, yes, I'm Karen. Here we are. Here we go. Oh, she says, well, you heard the man. You can either help us get out of here or you can die down here, darling. It's your decision. The doctor looks past you at the two guards who have been watching. <laughs> um, and you can see that they're all starting to panic. Like the doctor's mm. hyperventilating. He's not a fighter. He's just a, he's just a doctor. <laughs> um, and the guards are like looking at each other and they're like, he doesn't mean us, does he? And they bail. They basically just run out the door uh, and like back towards where you know the stairs are. Um, I would like to try and grab the doctor as he runs past me. Oh, the doctor isn't trying to leave. He's okay, too scared. Cool. Okay. It's only the guards and they're outside of your Sick. And they're outside they are of your outside of my reach. I've just um, got a little tiny weenie dwarf arm. Frankie, roll me another dexterity check and this time you can have an advantage because uh, Ido has stopped panicking, I assume, and you're starting to try and actually like help him. Stop panicking. I'm just, well, I'm, so I'm gagged, I'm pretty confident. Yeah. So I'm just going... Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a 15. Cool. Yeah, so this time you do manage to steady your hands, undo the clasp of Idafa's uh, right hand. Idafa, you have a hand free now. I'm going to use that to rip the gag out of my mouth. Yeah, cool. You can speak now. <laughs> Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we're all going to die. Not on my watch. You're not wearing a watch, Frankie. I just obviously can't use this. one of the tieflings uh, comes up to him like, excuse, excuse me, sir. I... You have to let us out of here. You don't seem to be working for Marvelous. You've got to let us out of here. They're going to kill us. No, nobody ever, like, they take us out of these cages and nobody ever comes back. you got to let us out. we got to find the key, mate. Uh, Friskin keeps walking. He doesn't oh. seem interested in... Okay. He, he, he's looking for something. Like, you can tell from his body language and, like, the way he's sniffing that he's looking for something specific. Uh, but he doesn't seem interested in helping these people. We will find the key and we are coming back. Just, just hold tight. Gather everyone up who needs help to um, be ready to leave once we come back with the key. But we got you. Um, okay, we're all kind of trapped in these rooms, so we're sort of already gathered, but yeah, okay, we're, we're ready to go. Well, please, that guy's lying down. Please. <laughs> the guy's like barely breathing. He's like, uh, you're right. Yeah, I'll, I'll be ready to run. <laughs> <laughs> um, I follow Friskin, um, cause I want to find like a guard, like area where things yeah. have been, like either stuff been stashed maybe, or yeah, keys. Yeah, fair. Um, you gonna try and convince Friskin to help, or are you just gonna go with him on this? He just, like, he literally, like, the guys were, like, begging for help, and he just kept walking. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll say to Friskin, like, 
these guys will be like I'm whispering to them, not so that they can hear. Yeah. Um, these guys will be really good decoys if you know guards turn up or whatever. We need to let them out so that it's not just us roaming these halls. Friskin just turns back to you, and he's kind of like, "I'm here for my own reasons." As we discussed, if you would like to release these tieflings, you may do so, but uh, I'm here for something else. Mm. Where would the key be? Um, Sniff it out. Uh, I'm looking at the moment, but the, the rock is uh, the wrong kind of smell. It's not clear air down here. I'm having trouble leaning on my sense of smell for this. We have to look with our eyes. Okay, let's go. So you guys are, you know, freeing Idafa. You pull mm-hmm. him off of the, you get, you get the rest of his, now that he's got a hand free, he can help. He so help. Yeah, he's releasing yeah, his other hand and Frankie's getting his legs out. Yeah. Um, and as you guys are doing this and the doctor is just, you know, up against a cabinet, just hyperventilating, you hear a screaming coming from the, down the tunnel. Mm. Um, and there's, you hear like a clanging of armor that you are pretty sure is coming from the two guards who just exited. And you hear some like loud crashes and some thuds. And then uh, you hear a scream abruptly cut short. What are you guys doing? Something's coming for you. Karen picks up the doctor as best she can, uh, has his hands behind his back and says, all right, looks like it's time to leave, buddy. And the doctor turns back to you and he just looks at you and he says, we're not getting out of here. Oh, they're welcome to try to stop me. (laughs) Yeah, okay, uh, so, Idafa, Frankie, are you guys prepping for combat? What are you guys doing? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've got my dagger out and I'm kind of freaking out, but I'm also pumped on adrenaline. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've summoned my crossbow just in case. I've got my tools ready. So you guys are facing the door mm-hmm. to the room? I would like to position the doctor in front of all of us facing yes. the door. Okay. A human yeah. shield. So I want you guys all to roll perception for me. Oh. Uh, that's a natural 20. Nice. And 11. You two are at the front and you've got your weapons like ready to go, pointing towards the door. You're holding the doctor out and uh-huh. you're kind of like towards the back. And out of the corner of your eye, you see some movement on your right. And you turn to your right and you see a being composed of rock and clay just like unfaze through the rock wall. Mm. And it is tall and its face is like flat and there's just like a groove where its eyes should be uh, and it's like it's got like large like jagged pieces of rock sticking out from its arms it's vaguely humanoid but also really terrifying looking mm. roll me an arcana check all of you could i instead roll a history check concerning stonework yeah go ahead yes <laughs> dwarf 15. i got yep. a 12. i got a 14. You got a 15? Yes. You have never seen one before, Mm. but you've heard what an earth elemental is, and you know that you're in for one hell of a fight right now. (laughs) Uh, Karen says, Oh, earth elementals, watch out for all of the rock. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, you two turn and you also see the creature. Karen's just told you what it is. It doesn't make any noise. It just kind of stands there and you can see it sort of like, rather than turn its neck, like that's whole torso kind of like from the chest area, just sort of like swivels a bit as it takes in all of the people and then it readies itself uh, into a combat stance. Flynn, you finish walking down the hall past, you know, six to eight uh, cages. 
uh, you get to a door, uh, Friskin just kicks it down, uh, <laughs> and you see there's like a small guard station in there. It's, it's pretty small, it's like almost a closet. There's like a small kettle in there, they're like basically like a spot <laughs> where they can make tea. But one thing that you do find is that there are keys uh, hanging up on the walls. Awesome. Um, Friskin has a quick look around, like basically just pulls the drawers that are in there out. <laughs> like he, he realizes very quickly that he's not where he's supposed to be and he just leaves. Okay. Um, I'm going to, so is there a chest or something that maybe Idafus' crap will be in? Oh, you've got all your crap, eh? I always assume that people take things off people. Oh, no, I don't have anything. No, he doesn't have, he only has his pants, That's his pretty... shoes, and his uh, amulet. Okay, is there a chest or anything that his things will be stored in? Or? Roll me an investigation check. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so um, there is a small, uh, like, cupboard under the stairs, like, small door. Um, you open that, and it's full of... Uh, like belongings and you know clothing and stuff and Idafa being the most recent captive <laughs> his stuff's just kind of been tossed on top you recognize uh, the clothes that he was wearing to the office party like the punk rock t-shirt um, <laughs> what else did you have on you at, at that time yeah. I had one of those belts yeah you had a couple belts you had lots of bracelets I did have a lot of bracelets on yeah where was your uh, Electrum hidden so it was in my pockets but I'm assuming they took everything yeah no so it won't be in there if, if it was just in your pockets yeah, um, so but it. but you do find the rest of his clothing luckily his weapon is something that is not you know he has a summonable weapon from his amulet that they they didn't take that amulet off you at the moment you're kind of sitting like jeans shoes uh no belts like no shirt and you're like a little bit like you know that natural teen rep to like you don't work out but like you just have the metabolism skinny, of a teen skinny boy <laughs> <laughs> all right um, so I use his shirt to like um, as a kind of a pouch and yeah. I just grab all the keys off the wall and a couple of stuff out of the just like an armful of things out of the um, cupboard yeah. and I gap it back towards the tiefling. Cool. As you're running, you do hear um, Karen's voice like echoing down the uh, echoing down the chamber, <laughs> uh, but you can't quite make out what it says. You think you think you heard the word like mental or something, but it's a little bit too echoey, a little bit too far away uh, for you to really determine what's going on down there, but you've got the feeling that shit's going down. Like, you, you heard the same order that everybody else heard, like, kill everyone. When I come back out the door, is Friskin still there or is he gone? He's gone. Okay. The, the tunnel was fairly long and straight. Like, basically, if, if you went all the way to the end of that and he didn't find what he was looking for, he's headed back the other way, um, back to where these guys are. Or maybe he's leaving, it's hard to tell. <laughs> so, uh, for the other end, I'd like the three of you guys to roll initiative. Lovely. Karen got 10. Ida got six. I'll roll you in when you get there, Flynn. And you have, yep, and you have a plus two. Uh, yes, yeah, so I got six. Frankie got six. Awesome. Uh, Rightio. Um, and I'm also just gonna roll. <laughs> the doctor got a nat 20. <laughs> All right, so this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Back in the lab, mm -hmm. uh, you guys have prepped yourselves for combat. The Earth Elemental is kind of like it's taken on an aggressive stance, and Karen, the Doctor, like you're you're holding him, mm. but you're not restraining him, right? Like can you use no, his arms? No, I'm, I'm just kind of I'm holding on to him, but I'm mostly holding on to his, his lab coat. Yeah. Okay. He's kind of like he's not really struggling. Like he, you get the feeling that maybe he's either resigned himself or, or something, but. You feel him stop panting, and he reaches into his coat pocket, and he pulls out, roll perception, everyone. Karen got a six. Yeah. I don't got a seven. <laughs> um, I think that is... Now what's he doing, boys? <laughs> a 10. Yeah, Frankie, you just, like, from his closed fist, you recognize that he's holding a piece of green electrum. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, his hand is shaking, and he points 
at the, using the hand that he's holding the green electrum in, he points at the earth elemental and he says, Firebolt! And what comes out is not the stream, like the small pointed stream of fire that you're used to from this cantrip, but a massive blaze of like untamed uh, heat. Is that like the same green electrum that I found in the pond? It does I've seem. Been, it like, does uh, seem to be so. Experimenting yeah. Experimenting with <laughs> secretly. Okay. Uh, what damage? So he uh, he does he does hit, and this blast of fire just engulfs his entire arm and just like past Karen's shoulder and actually you're holding him in front of you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm him. the blast of fire like engulfs his entire arm and just like shoots and just hits the earth elemental. Uh, doing uh, eight fire damage. You are very familiar with the spell that he just used, and this is this is much more powerful than what you're used to. Um, I was going to say the doctor is in, and have a little laugh at himself. Um, the person who was like literally about to extract your eyes turns around and he's like, uh, and you like see that his arm is like just in, like burnt out, like the entire, <laughs> like not not like you know scarred, but like his whole lab coat is kind of singed, and he's got like red sore skin, uh, and he and he turns and he's like, don't let me die. Frankie's just like learning now, like. <laughs> I had gaps in my nose. Did you? Do Frankie will remember this. Oh god. Do you want to roll intelligence? Yes. Oh, uh, wait, is it just a straight intelligence? Yeah, I mean, you can add Arcana to it if you want to do okay, Arcana. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a 12. Um, okay, <laughs> not too much, but like you, you've studied the Green Electrum before. You just saw what he did with it. Like you, you never casted a spell with the Green Electrum that you had on you, but you, but like, all I'll tell you is that the weird extra power that his cantrip had is directly related to the green electrum, but that's all you've got. <laughs> does Frankie have, does, does Frankie still see the green electrum in his hand or has it been used? It is gone. Mm, interesting. Now it is Karen's turn. Karen, okay. what are you up to? In the Ring of the Ram, you say activated by the PC on and the next successful punch deals 2d12 damage. So activation is a bonus action or is that a free action? I'd say it's a free action that like, you would activate it and do a punch like within one action. Yep, okay, cool. Karen would like to run forward. Still dragging the doctor or letting, letting him go? Letting go of the doctor, running forward uh, with her with her fist back. And she would like to activate the ring of the ram as she punches the earth elemental. Cool, uh, roll me an attack roll. Absolutely. That is a uh, 17 to hit. Yeah, nice, you do hit. Lovely. Uh, roll me your damage, and what is the uh, extra effect of the Ring of the Ram? It is 2d12 damage, and it also... Um, you did eat grass before, right? I did eat grass okay, before. Yeah, cool. I specifically, <laughs> I specifically made door. everybody stop while we were in the garden. Yeah, so you could eat grass, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that's right, I remember Friskin being really confused yeah. by that. <laughs> like, don't worry, it'll make sense later. The target was also not back in feet equal to the dice roll. Cool. Half distance for every size over large. It is a large creature. Okay. So that is 12 and a 5, so that is 17 damage. Plus your strength modifier? Plus 5. Cool. So that would be 23 damage. 23 oh damage. Oh my god. 8 plus 23 is 31. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing my maths out loud. It's just an extra feature of the podcast. <laughs> it's Such a nice feature. Yeah, I'm it? keeping everybody updated on what maths is like. 
Yeah, okay, uh, so you also push him back 21 feet, is that right? 23 um, feet? 23 feet, but I guess it would be halved because he's large. Yeah, okay, um, he's, he's basically like right in front of the rock wall. So something weird and fun happens where you punch him and he flies back into the wall, except he, like, like the wall is basically like water to him. So he just goes into the wall. Bloop. Yeah, kind of like a kind of like a little bloop. You gather from this that the earth elemental has the ability to travel through earth quite easily. For my bonus action, I would like to re-summon my great axe and stand ready. Cool, uh, just roll me a quick perception check. Absolutely. Oh, I now realize the bad thing about him disappearing into the, that's an 18 yeah, plus uh, three. You can see from your new position that inside one of the cabinets is a large cookie jar full of green coins. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, interesting. Like cookie large, jar. Yeah. I can see Liz's, oh, uh, I no. can see the look on Liz's face and I think she just got it. Just to remind you guys what else is in the room right now. There is the kind of slab that Idafo was tied to. There is the large like um, wheelie tray full of jars of, of uh, what you have to assume are tiefling eyes. Uh, and further away, there is sort of like a tunnel that leads to a furnace. There is like a, um, an, an like enormous uh, blazing fire <laughs> happening. <laughs> but also... Karen, do you communicate what you've found to everybody else? Yes, but well, because I rolled so well in perception, I think not only would she see it, she would also kind of understand what it is. So she would say, there's, there's more different electrum up there. Okay, so you guys are in like a fairly sort of like round, round-ish kind of room with a, with like a door and like a small tunnel off. The elemental actually is going to appear in the ceiling above you. Yeah. Um, it's basically going to like shloop out of the wall, but keep its feet connected to the wall above, and it's going to try and like punch down at Idafa. I just realised why it was a bad idea to put it back in the wall. As soon as I did it, I was like, oops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to use a multi-attack, uh, oh. so it's going to roll an attack against Idafo. Idafo, what is your AC? Just quickly, so I'm still quite damaged, right? Yeah. Like I haven't, okay, sweet. Yeah. Prepare to roll my death saves then. <laughs> uh, what's, your, what's your AC? 14. Okay, so you do dodge the first attack, oh. just barely. He's going to go for a second attack. Uh, that one does hit. So he's going to do... He's going to do six damage to you. Okay, so Ido has been knocked out. Um. So you're unconscious? <laughs> yeah. no. Oh okay. no. I don't know. Uh, you really shouldn't have like stood up to those guards before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well we make decisions. <laughs> we make decisions and we stand by them. We make decisions every day. Uh, Idafer is uh, unconscious. Uh, so Idafer, I'm going to have to unfortunately have you roll a death save, please. Yeah. Okay, 15. Cool, okay, that's one pass. So this is our first time rolling death saves in the game, I'm fairly sure. Yeah. So just a reminder to everyone that if you roll three saves, then you become stabilized. Um, if you roll three fails, then you die. Uh, so, but also if anyone does any healing magic on you, you're automatically stabilized and you get the HP back. Um, I think there's also some potions throughout the the pie's inventory. They might be with Flynn right now. Mm. Um, Flynn is, kind of, Flynn is kind of our um, pack horse. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have the bag of holding, so it makes sense. Okay, uh, Frankie. Since I, I I'm still like quite close to yeah, you're right inside. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I would be wanting to use cast cure wounds. You're using the electron that you have on you for this. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So yeah, go ahead. What level are you going to cast it at? Um, just first level, because oh, okay. that's all I have. Um, so I'm just going to shove it into my little, like, 
jug of weird stuff that you don't need to know what is in it. Shake it up a little bit and then just spritz it. Also, it's like, a, it's like an aerosol that you have. Extremely good. Okay, which I believe is. Is it kind of like that um, super glue that they that people use sometimes to patch up wounds? Yeah, but it, it doesn't smell too good. I, I just want to make that known. Okay. None of Frankie's liquidy stuff smells good. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It's it's functional, but it works. Not full. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so it's one D eight plus. So that's one plus seven, eight. Cool. Uh, so, Artifa, you are stabilized mm -hmm. uh, and you have regained eight HP. Yay. Thank and you. And you smell like, I want to say it's not like moldy <laughs> cheese, but it's like when you smell cheese, Dwarf that's nearly going to go off, but like it still has You're maybe right. a few hours left. You still wonder, like, I could probably still eat this. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like got this. that strange kind of like spicy tang to it. Yeah, that you're like, like, I don't know about that one. mac and cheese. Yeah. She'll be right. <laughs> Dwarven cheese. Um, so that was one round. I'm just going to pop through to Flynn for a minute. Flynn, what are you up to, man? Cool. So I um, dash out through the door towards the cells and I... I'm going to try and open two cells with the keys. Cool. Um, and then pass the keys on to the people who come out. Very nice. Um, okay, so roll me a quick, uh, I want to say dex check. Uh, just to make sure you can find the right key. Just just a straight dex check, not a skill. Oh. But you do get to add your, um, your plus one to it because this is something you don't have proficiency in. Cool. So, seven. <laughs> cool. With the time that you've got here, you only get to open one cell, not two. Okay. Um, but you open a cell uh, and inside there are three tieflings, mm -hmm. uh, one teenager, uh, one like really old one that you probably th say probably like an old lady in her 60s, <laughs> uh, and one um, like man in his 40s. Um, that does seem fairly like like they, they he seems fairly hungry so like he's not even though he's in his prime he's probably not super strong right now mm. um, and so you're gonna give them all of the keys and tell them to release everybody else yeah so basically I've I've opened it and I'm uh, I was like look you've got a choice here's the keys to the cells I'm gonna kick some ass save your people okay so roll me a persuasion check Ooh. <laughs> I get on that one I'm re-rolling <sighs> yeah. Man, Fourteen. Halflings are great. I know. <laughs> it's mainly why I say halflings because I'm a bad roller. Did you say persuasion? I did say persuasion. Yeah. Unnatural twenty. Very nice. Um, the a good -roll. <laughs> uh, the teenager is carrying the forties man, um, like kind of like <laughs> over his shoulder. But the grandma's like, "You got it, young buck," and takes the keys <laughs> from you, and you you run. Yep. Back in the lab. The first thing you notice is that Friskin comes basically like bolting into the room and the first thing, like he looks around, he sees the elemental, he sees all of you, and then his eyes lay on the tray of tiefling eyes mm. that are in the room. Um, I'm gonna roll him initiative in. He is actually, he got a, he got a two, so Yay. he's gonna go last. <laughs> he's tired. Yeah. <laughs> he did a lot That's of whining. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the ne the first thing is the doc's turn. The Yes. Sorry, you've just got you've got like a little bit of I feel like a little leaf in your hair. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. That's like a real friendship moment there. Thank you. Oh my god, it's on your forehead. <laughs> how? How? Just how? Just how? Oh my god, it's on your forehead. I love how that friendship. Okay. Like, Beautiful moment. Oh, it's attacking you. Liz turned to me and did like the like timeout tea with her hands, and then that was a really sweet moment. And, <laughs> and then I ruined it by pushing the leaf <laughs> off my head. <laughs> okay, uh, so the doc is up first. He is going to crawl to the cabinet that Karen, 
uh, pointed at before, um, and he's going to grab the jar, uh, and he's going to bolt for the door. He's not going to try and use it. Uh, he has to go past you guys, though, so you guys can get uh, attacks of opportunity on him if you would like to use them. Absolutely. Because I want that jar <laughs> for reasons. I want him dead. For reasons including Does that some. include me? Yeah, so he had, so not Karen, he wouldn't run past you. Oh, okay. But Idafa and Frankie, you'd have to run right past both of you in order to do this. I rolled a 15. Do you mind if I just fill in the attack here? Yeah, he yeah. goes for a run and you just stick your arm out and just clothesline him. Cool. Um, <laughs> yes. And I'll just roll. Yeah, no, he, you, you did really well on that. Uh, so, and he just falls onto his back uh, and he drops the jar. It doesn't uh, break? The jar doesn't break, it doesn't like shatter as it hits the ground, he he falls backwards and then lets it go, so it kind of like rolls off of him. It sort of rolls and touches Idafa's feet. Okay. Right here, that's the doc's turn. Karen. Yep. The uh, earth elemental is currently sticking out of the ceiling. It's, okay. It's walking on, walking um, on the ceiling. Question, can Karen reach it? Yeah, it's, it's pretty tall, so like, and the roof is not that high, so it is, it, like, if you wanted to, it basically like, it punched Idafa, so just imagine that like you're like Idafa's face and its face are about the same level. Okay. Yeah. So if you wanted to, you could give it a you could give it a big chop. Yep. Yeah. I would like to give it a big chop with the great axe, but first I would like to rage, please. Cool. Uh, are you using I blue have, electrum for this? I'm using blue electrum. Now cool. I have five left on my person. And go. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so uh, bonus action rage. Yes, bonus the, the usual, rage. Uh, the blue like energy flows through your veins and like lights your eyes up and gives you a natural magic strength as you run towards the earth elemental and you do a big chop with the axe. Big chop, big overhead chop. Cool. Give me an attack roll. That's a natural twenty. Nice. <laughs> I was just about to ask you if you were doing a reckless attack, but I guess you no longer need to. I don't need to. <laughs> cool. Uh, so roll me a critical hit attack. Okay, that is one d twelve. 2d12 plus 5 plus 7, yes. 2d12 plus 5 plus 7 plus 2. 16, 18, 25. Oh my god! Very nice. Uh, so that's a good hit for a level 3. God damn. Flashing damage. Hot damn. 31 plus 25 is 56. Bonus feature of the podcast. Uh, right, so you you run forwards and you use the doctor's chest as a springboard and you just launch <laughs> off of it and you just do a big slice um, and you actually manage to just lop straight through. It doesn't really have a neck so much as just like its head, just like the, the head area connects to the shoulders area, but you just swipe straight through that bastard and um, do a massive hit and the head just like falls to the... But yeah, you do you do stand there and you're like... Hell yes, I was going to use the F word, but I am a manager and I can't swear. <laughs> <laughs> I, above all else, I am a professional um, businesswoman. Give me a, just give me a quick arcana check. Absolutely. It's a 19. Yeah, you know for a fact that despite the fact that you've beheaded it, that you have not killed it. Okay, she would like to, as a free action, she would just like to yell, keep going at everybody. Cool, very nice. Next up is the Earth Elemental. Uh, the first thing that it does is it's going to like, like there's like a weird slurping noise yeah. um, and it basically steals some of the earth out of the ceiling that it's standing on and it's going to grow a new head, mm. identical to the old one. Growth. Then it is going to drop off the ceiling and in the few seconds that it's going to fall to the floor, uh, it morphs so that its head and its feet swap places. <laughs> its legs become arms, its arms become legs and its head now grows out the top of it as it lands within all of your reach in this small area in this thing and it is going to 
attack Karen. Um, so it's going to do two slam attacks versus Karen. Okay. What's your AC, hun? 13. Cool. Yeah, so the first one hits. Mm-hmm. Um, that is... Now I'm still I'm still raging, so I've got resistance to all damage. Uh, yeah, so you do. Yeah, so that's fine. Um, so it does uh, eleven damage, which you can half down to down to five. Down to five. Okay. Cool. So it's basically going to punch you, and you you tank that punch. You are a stocky dwarf. Um, the second one also hits you. Uh, this one does a little bit more. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, Five. It's going to be 14 and then half, so another 7 damage on you. Sure thing. It doesn't really have emotions. Like, it's got like a thought process which is like, kill everyone. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it seems like it is, maybe not confused is the wrong word, but like it was expecting more from this attack. And you, you get the feeling that you have, yeah, confused it. If the confusion is not so much asking quitches as much as like, it expected to drop. Karen. Yeah, it yeah. expected to kill you, and it did not do that. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Ida, your turn. Question. Um, so, is this Earth Elemental focused on Karen? It is currently engaged with Karen in combat. Yes. So, so if you were going to sneak attack it, you could get sneak attack damage. I was also wondering, can you do sneak attack if you're doing? Am I far enough away that I could do a spell? You are within five feet of it. Like, it, like you could stand back. Um, yeah. You would open yourself up to an opportunity attack. Mm, okay. um, but yeah, you can, you can do a spell if you want. Just a matter of like, if it's an area of effect, you may catch everybody inside of it. Because yeah. <laughs> you guys are all like, you're basically looking at its back right now. And also, can you use sneak attack and a spell? Is it, does that work? Or no, because the attack is an action. Okay. Were you going to use Thunder Wave? No. So I'm pretty sure the type of spellcaster that Ida is, you can only use, like there aren't really attack spells as much as like, you oh, can you use illusions and you right. can use... Uh, yeah, it's pretty, much, it's pretty much only illusions, um, but I do have Hellish Rebuke. Oh yeah, you have to take damage to use that. Yeah, does that, so the damage I took before, would that count or did it have to be in that just turn? So you activate that as a reaction, which is basically oh, okay. you activate it as you take damage on somebody else's turn. So oh, somebody okay. hits you and you go, bah! <laughs> oh, okay then. Sweet. And also, um, just a reminder mind. that you don't need to use Electrum to use that Hellish Rebuke because it is a feature of you being a Tiefling. Ah, true. You don't okay. have to use Electrum for that. Wicked. Well, in that case, I'll just do an attack with Sneak Attack. Cool. Am I also allowed to reach my hand in the jar and just grab yep. a couple? Yep, you can grab some green Electrum, yeah. Sweet. I'm just going to, I'll say I'll grab three. Yeah. But I don't imagine it would use all of them. It just costs one, one to do a Sneak Attack. Yeah. Sweet, okay. So you reach into the jar, you grab a couple of coins, and they burn to touch. They feel wrong Ooh, to touch. Oh. But anyway, you do what you usually do. You consume one of them. Are you going to throw or do like a hold stab? Like, because it's right in front of you, you could probably just give it a... Yeah, I was thinking that. What did you roll? One. You rolled a critical hit, actually. Using the green electrum, you feel off, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Like, you get in there and you give it a slash, and the moment that you are slashing across the body of the earth elemental, your uh, dagger grows enormous just for a moment. Oh. Um, and you give it a good slash and like you as well can see this like point of this this like purple dagger suddenly just go straight through its torso and like barely miss you. Uh, <laughs> using the green electrum, you have rolled an automatic critical hit. So roll me damage. 12. So you get the extra d6s because it's a yeah. sneak attack so and you also get- Yeah, um, and my dagger. And then roll an extra one for your dagger as well because it's a critical hit. Okay. Thing. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you do another 13 damage to it. Roll double sneak attack dice as well. Okay. 23. Mm -hmm. So an extra 10? Yes. Yep. Cool. 
you, you had done 69 damage to it, but now you've done 79 damage to it. 69. Sorry. <laughs> it was the six number for just a moment. Idafur, you feel a surge of power rush through you, and then suddenly, like it threw, it pulled everything out of you, mm. and you feel just so tired for a moment. You have also gained one point of exhaustion. Okay. So you have disadvantage on ability checks going forward. If you get five of those, you die. Oh. No, six. If you get six points okay. of exhaustion, you die. I apologize. So, <laughs> just so we're all clear on what just happened, the green electrum gave an auto crit, but mm -hmm. then also caused uh, a point of electrum. A point of exhaustion. A point of, a point <laughs> of exhaustion, yeah. One point of electrum. Frankie, you're up. Frankie sees this as like, science. So, can Frankie grab one? Yes, you can also grab some green electrum. Okay, so he grabs one and he puts it into his little cool yep. holder thing. And he wants to try and also cast Firebolt and his cool thing. He's upgraded his thing. What is the maximum spell level that you have available to you? Two. Cool, so you're casting this at third level automatically. Oh, yes. How do I do that? So roll me, roll me an attack roll. Okay. Plus seven. Yeah, that hits a natural 20. I know cantrips don't really level up, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna add uh, <laughs> three extra damage dice to this. This, oh one, this one specifically does level up, but only at fifth level. Well, 11th, oh. 17th. You're overclocking your spell to the, level, to the level above what you have available to you. Okay, so I'm rolling. So it's a D8, right? Yeah, D10. Okay, so you'd add three extra D10s. So four in total? Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, can I have one more D10? The green link's Jeez. So that's 10, 10, 10. Holy crap. Eight. So <gasps> Frankie, you reached out, you're like science. And you science. reach down and you load your wrist cannon with a green electrum and it starts humming and it goes and it just throws out this massive blast of fire and just goes straight through like the shoulder. You just like blast a chunk of rock just straight through the shoulder of this thing. <laughs> but you also, like you also at your end, like it seemed to sap your actual like physical energy, even though you're not casting a spell, like it took a lot out of you to like when it did that, like it's almost like, roll me a uh, arcana check. 13. You're fairly sure what just happened, that it took like a little bit of your life energy <sighs> as it and used it to add extra power to your spell. I'll write this down. So you did 38 <laughs> damage? Holy yeah. crap, is that the most damage anyone's done in one attack so far? I think so. Yeah. Well, the man. most damage Frankie's ever done in his life ever. He's <laughs> like, ah! To a person and not like a building or, you know, <laughs> a property that... A machine. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about it. I'm so broken when I used it. <laughs> the earth elemental kind of stumbles a little bit as it as it takes this hit and it kind of like swivels a little bit as it like it does like a full spin. It ends up back at Karen, but it basically like takes in these two hits that it just took. And and it's now back facing towards Karen again. Friskin's up. He looks at you guys. Uh, sees you using the green electrum, um, and he's going to grab the trolley of eyes and he's going to wheel it towards the furnace. That's um, probably a good idea. He basically just grabs it and he just starts cutting it away. He makes it all the way down the tunnel, which is about 40 feet long, um, and he's just going to shove 
the um, just going to shove it into the furnace uh, and turn around um, face back towards you guys. Um, he just he's just destroyed like probably a good 60 or so jars of tiefling eyes that these guys have been um, extracting. You know what? Good. Oh, so the furnace was on. Yeah, the, the furnace was like always burning. Okay, yeah. My next turn is going to light the furnace with a cool fire. Yeah, it's, it's currently it's, it's like a raging continuous. Basically, it's just a tunnel that leads to a cave that has like a continuous blazing fire in it. Flynn. You're up. Are you headed back to the room? Yes. Cool. Yeah, I just so want you to roll an athletics check for me. <laughs> Either athletics or just general acrobatics. If acrobatics. you want, just to see how quickly you can get back. 17 plus 5. Cool. Yeah. So uh, I was just going to see if you rolled low. I was going to leave you another round before you made it in. But you do like a cool like sideways slide with your momentum. And you kind of like stop in the door. And you can see your friends like surrounding this enormous earth monstrosity um, and you kind of arrive at the point where it's like where it's basically just spinning and taking everybody in um, and for a moment you see that it sees you uh, and then it swings back to Karen I want you to roll initiative in so you'll be in for the next round when I see it what does it look like so does it look like earth or stony it is a humanoid creature composed of clay or clay and soil uh, with rocks like kind of part of it so some of them are sort of like semi sticking out but for the most part it's made of like fairly smooth brown clay looking stuff okay uh, I got a 13 Hold 13 up. on initiative cool you'll go after the doctor don't let him get away the doctor is lying on the ground at your guys feet and it is, he is going to uh, attempt to stand and run yeah. um, and the earth elemental is going to take an attack of opportunity against him ha <laughs> okay, cool. So basically, like, he thinks that he's safe because it, like, it's facing Karen. But as he turns and runs, it kind of just, like, morphs a little bit. And it's, it doesn't turn as much as it just kind of, like, reshapes itself so it's facing towards him. And it's just going to punch him with a, like, a big club-like arm that just has, like, a jagged rock sticking out of the end of it. Oh! Can't catch a break. Uh, he takes 14 damage and he is just like, he also gets like flung by this hard punch, just like into some cabinets nearby. And I'm just gonna see, yeah, he does not deal with that very well and he falls down. You get the feeling that he might be unconscious because he, he's not groaning or anything. And next up is Flinva. So how far, I want, uh, he's eyeing up the, where the creature is and yep. then everyone else. Yeah, this is about 15 feet in front of you. So if you run, you've got plenty of space to like run into the room. How close are everyone else between him and uh, the big thing in the? Everybody else is like right next to it. Like it dropped down, and ca so Karen's like. We're all five. We're all five foot away. I... No. No spell. No. <laughs> She's only got. I'm very sick. I've only got eight HP left. But if I stand on the outskirts and then cast it so that it's just in it, and you guys aren't. I've got a spell that's a 10 um, foot radius from where it's centered. That'll hit everybody. That'll hit everybody. Yeah, and, and because they're all there, they're surrounding it, there's no like way that you can put it off to the side and have it just sort of graze him. Uh, okay. If you want to hit everyone, go ahead. They just might not be super happy about it. <gasps> no, I'll just go for a straight up smack it. Cool. I'm going to use my green short sword and do uh, um, a carving slice um, against its legs. Cool. Uh, yeah, go ahead, and so you run in, and you do a sword attack. Do you like <laughs> greet everybody as you like run in, and you say anything, say anything dashing as you as you enter? What the fuck is this?
Hello, Penny here. We made it. Thank you for listening to the final episode of Who Spiked the Punch. Last week, we did our very first live stream, a pyramid scheme-themed adventure called Multi-Livestream Marketing. It went super well, and we had a lot of fun. Thank you to Zach from Dungeons and Dipshits and Jules from Fate of Ison for guest starring, and thank you to everyone who tuned in to watch us play D&D live on Twitch. For those of you who missed it, I'll be releasing it eventually in the episode queue, so just keep an eye out. Music credits. Thanks to DJ Freedom for Bird Food, Bobby Richards for 19th Floor, Future Mono for Cruisenberg Nights and Lands Unknown, Josh Pan for Ya Ya, Patrick Patrikios for Forget Me Not, CXDY for Fallacy, Nico Staff for Fast and Run, Track Tribe for Walk Through the Park, Bad Snacks for Take It Easy, and as always, thank you to Regan McKinnon for the show's theme song. You can interact with us at facebook.com slash Janice and Breffitt's podcast. And we also have a Twitter at JBPC podcast where we post show updates and other cool stuff that we get up to. Uh, I know Liv's been working on some really cool art for the show recently, so we'll probably put that up uh, shortly as well. We love hearing from fans, so please feel free to leave us a message or tag us. You can listen to the show at janiceandbreffitts.podbean.com as well as on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, just wherever you get your podcasts. This is the last episode of Who Spiked the Punch. Good on all of you who have listened all the way through. This was by far our favorite arc to record, and we hope you guys enjoyed it too. There's going to be a bit of a break as I'm going to work on a film for the next month, so I won't be able to edit, but but expect the next Smoker episode to drop during the second half of February. After that, we'll be starting our brand new arc, so stay tuned for more information on that. Thanks to everyone who has stuck with us this far. 2021 is going to be super fun, and I'm so excited to think where we'll be at this time next year. Right, on with the show. Uh, 18? Yeah, cool, you do hit it. Roll me damage. God, I thought I was giving it a good AC with 16, but you guys are just rolling so well. Yeah. I'll know for next time. Oh, eight. Eight damage. Awesome. Um, you guys are so strong. You guys are so <laughs> strong for level three. Uh, I keep saying this every game. I'm going to have to start throwing like actual gods at you guys soon. No, no, Too no. Too bad they're all gone. <laughs> for now. That we know of. Uh, Flynn, is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? So can I roll myself, like just do like a, a dive tuck towards these guys so I'm not just standing by myself flicking? Behind, like, what? So you're already with them because you ran up and you oh. did a sword attack. Okay. So to use the rest of your movement would probably just be to back up out of its reach if you wanted to do that. So you have 10 more feet of movement you could back up if you wanted to. Uh, actually, then I'll do the Bardic um, Inspiration because I've got one left. Cool. Uh, yeah, so just pass the dice out to whoever you want to give it to. Cool. So as he, like, entered the room, he kind of, like, saw, like, the the empty jars and like the things in the yeah. creepy room and I was like, ha Oh right, because this is your first moment seeing Idafer. You, yeah. you didn't you didn't even know he was here yeah. until just now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he kinda like just absorbs this kind of creepy experimenty room and I was like, Frankenstein, you're here <laughs> um, and, and I have a tear rolling down my eye. Yeah. And I'm like, you got um, I've got my thing as words of affirmation. What's a nice word of affirmation that I could give you? Tell me I'm beautiful. <laughs> you should wear no shirt more often. <laughs> I'm glad you kept your eyes. They're amazing. That's cute. That's nice. They're really pretty. Do I? Am I allowed to have that dice of inspiration? I don't know if I'm very inspired. <laughs> <laughs>
you can have it anyway. Um, you got to let Flynn be Flynn, you know? Um, so you have an extra D6 that you can add to an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Cool. Um, and you have, I think, a minute, or 10 minutes that you can do that within. Karen, you're up, bud. I am up. Um, I would like to use another piece of Electrum to keep my rage up. Yep. Uh, blue or green? Uh, blue. I only have blue. Green is... Like either on, the other, some... on the other side yep, of fair. the earth elemental, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's an 18 plus 5 for yep. hit. Cool. Okay, 23. Cool. Uh, you're getting really into this fight now. Uh, whereabouts would you like to hit it? I would like to do a downward slice trying to get it from its like neck area all the way down to its belly button. It's pretty tall, so you're kind of just like sinking in in the, in the mm, chest area. Yeah, yeah cool. Good. So you you do just like give it a good slice with the axe and you come straight down it, like like a hot knife through butter. You are slicing through this thing. Um, it does reseal itself after your axe has gone through, but you can tell that you're doing damage to this thing. Mm. Uh, 23, did you say? 23. All right. I'm, I'm now doing maths in my head, so you guys don't know how much damage you've done in total unless you're <laughs> keeping your own styles. Um, <laughs> is there anything that you'd like to do else that you'd like to do with your turn? No. Cool. Okay. Uh, Karen's just doing big, big hits. Uh, the Earth Elemental's turn is next. It's getting really angry. Um, and it is going to hold its arms out and spin. <laughs> so I would like all you, 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 and you, all four of you, to make dexterity saving throws, please. So at what point can I use reaction? After you take damage. Okay. Oh, for Duffa. Not natural, 20. Very nice. Uh, so you have passed. That's an eight for Karen. You did not pass. Five. I rolled a nat one and then I re-rolled and got an 18 and it was a straight dex or did I get to uh, add A my... dexterity saving throw. So if you cool. have Sweet. dex saving throws proficiency, then you get proficiency bonus, but you've passed even with an 18 on dice. So I was looking for 14. Uh, so it's going to spin and everyone is going to take... Ooh. Everyone's going to take 11 bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> You're back down again? Yeah. And Karen didn't pass, so what does she take? She didn't. So you, you it's bludgeoning damage, so you still get to half it because you, uh, you are raging. I'm still raging. Yeah, so you would take five. And everyone is also going to be, everyone who didn't pass, so Frankie, you're fine. Flynn, you're fine. You're unconscious again, so you're, um, you're prone, and uh, you're also going to be prone. Okay. Uh, you're knocked onto your back as it spun. And then as the rest of its turn, Frankie, you are still up. Flynn, you're still up. You see its its head kind of like swivel towards, basically it's like looking through the rock uh, towards the area where you, Flynn, know the, where the cages are. Oh. And it's going to sink into the ground. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, you could do Hellish Rebuke before you go down if you would like. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, that, yeah, might as well. Yeah, go ahead and cast Hellish Rebuke if, if you want. So just stepping back five seconds. <laughs> so you need to make a deck saving throw. Cool. Uh, that was a six. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it takes two D10 fire damage. Cool. Roll me that. Uh, six. Cool. <laughs> Six in total? Yeah. Uh, so basically, like, you take this hit, and as you're falling back, you instinctively reach out, and your eyes alight with fire. Yeah. And the fire, like, travels down your arm and, like, blasts out towards it, and it does take an extra six 
uh, damage. Is that the first time you've ever done that? Yes. And then right after you do blast this fire, you fall back and you are unconscious again. Yeah. Oh. I'm so sorry, Idafa. <laughs> <laughs> That's Idafa's fault for continuing in the fight when he yeah, had six I'm being HP a, left. I'm being an idiot. <laughs> um, cool, uh, so the Earth Elemental does disappear into the ground after taking this fire damage. And Flynn and Frankie, you guys did notice where it was looking before it did disappear into the ground. But is Idafa's turn next, so Idafa, I'm gonna need you to roll a death saving throw. Yeah. You've got my inspo too, so you can use that for... Yeah. Do I have to use it before I roll, or can I use it No, after? you can choose to use it after. So at the moment, you have to beat 10. Okay, I'm all good. I've got 14. You're one yes yep. uh, out of three. So combat's still going, by mm. the way. Like mm -hmm. Just because it's not currently here does not mean that the <laughs> combat's over. Frankie is up next. I'm going to do heal ward on Ivor. Oh, my hero. How does this work <laughs> as, a, uh, as an artificer? Uh, what does this look like? Healing word is a little bit different. This one is instead of an aerosol sort of spray, she takes out like a little vial of like eye drops <laughs> and I have to whisper into it. <gasps> and then like drop, drop, and then... Into his eyes? Yeah, I'm gonna say that now. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and I'll cast it and I'll use my only one of two levels, <laughs> two uh, spell slots and uh, I will cast it at second level. Cool, very nice, off you go. Roll, roll that for me. So that's uh, 2d4 plus uh, plus intelligence? Yeah. So that's oh. 11. Yeah, you're back up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just roll me a quick intelligence check. That's a two on the dice. Cool. Oh, oh cool. And that green's nice. <laughs> What a coincidence! What a coincidence! Okay, Adifa, you're you're back up again. Frankie <sighs> just brushes you off a little bit, like. Um, Friskin runs back in, and he's like, "Where did it go?" Towards the people. What the hell are you doing here? I gave them the keys, and I think that's gone that way because it's the crazy guys had to kill everyone, right? There's tons of people in those hallways down there. It is attacking the prisoners. Yeah. Okay, this is the perfect opportunity to escape, and he's oh. going to, um, he's going to attempt to take the jar. Who's who's got the jar? Is it so at your jar. feet? Yeah. Um, he's I'm gonna, not gonna let him um, if I can. Okay, cool. Roll a um, contested dexterity check. So roll me a dex check, but you have disadvantage because of um, your point of exhaustion. Yeah, well. But you can use inspo dice to like... Wait a second. Oh god. Okay, um, that's nine. Yeah, he rolled a 17. Mm. So he does like snatch the jar from you. You still have the remaining two pieces of Electrum and he's going to uh, run out the door. He's a tabaxi, so he's going to use his like fun tabaxi uh, oh, no. extra movement um, and he's going to like basically just he just disappears out the door Zoomies. and towards Zoomies the doorway. Out of there. Aww. What the uh, hell was he doing here? Too. The doctor is unconscious. I'm gonna roll a... He did not make his first death saving throw. Good. So he's like in, in the corner, you you see the doctor just kind of like cough up some blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he almost took my eyes. Yeah, I, I am prepared to watch him die. Um, With my eyes that I still have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Flynnva, you are assuming that the uh, creature is going for the prisoners. Yeah. There's no um, attack action to be made, so you have about six seconds to like okay. decide what to do next. Make a vine. Make a what? A vine. <laughs> <laughs> There's a shit ton of like tiefling prisoners that I just let out in the hallways that I think that guy's gonna go smash. Fuck. And I run out. Yeah. 
Because I'm, I, I love them. You guys can all take your turns in unison if you want. If everybody wants yeah. to yeah. leave, can I rummage through the um the doctor's pockets? Oh, just <laughs> so you can use your turn to rifle through the doctor's pockets if you want to, but you will be behind everybody else if they're all running for the door. That's okay. Yeah, cool. Okay, so you run over and you're gonna go through the doctor's pockets. Roll me an investigation check. Eighteen. So you find uh, an ID. His name is James Jones. <laughs> And you also find uh, two more pieces of green electrum in his pockets Ooh. and 12 gold. Oh. <laughs> the true D&D experience. Looting bodies. Looting yeah. bodies. <laughs> All right. He is like coughing up blood right now. So you're just ignoring the fact that he's dying and you're moving on? Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just saying that like you weren't there for like the starting part. Like he could be anyone. I took in the mad scientist room. <laughs> we all ran They out said that people helping. were disappearing. I was like, mm, yeah. lab coat. So everyone, you guys kind of collectively with Flynn a few seconds behind you um, run out. Uh, you two are kind of a little bit slower. Like I, you don't actually have a penalty to your speed, but you are, it's exhausted. been an intense day yeah. and you guys are exhausted. Karen's leading the charge um, and you can see uh, as you, so you sort of run past the tunnel that you know leads up back to the mansion and you see for the first time, you not for the first time, but you two for the first time, just see this tunnel lined with prison cells um, of bars and stuff. And as you get to, uh, you, you're running up and you can see the earth elemental is blocking the any of the tieflings who are trying to escape. They're, they're all cowering in like a big crowd in this small tunnel and the earth elemental is um, trying to prevent them from being able to escape. Uh, it is. It has not killed anyone yet. Basically, anyone who tries to get past it, it is just like giving big slams to. There's two tieflings sort of lying at its feet, um, and it, it's, it's not like punching them while they're down, but they're not moving. So, mm. so it's blocking us as well, then, is it? No. It, you, you. If you wanted to, you could go right and go up the, the tunnel and leave. Okay. If you wanted to, um, but you would be leaving these tiefling prisoners uh, to their death. Mm. Presumably. We're going to continue with the initiative. Uh, it's Karen's turn. Okay. Would I have needed to expend another electrum to keep my rage going while I was running? I kind of just wanted to transition to a new area. So, like, it's your turn of immediately following the turn that Flynn okay. had. Yeah. So, no, I've got no, no. I've got no movement, but I have three electrum left. Yeah, you're close enough that you can hit it if you want. Yep, that's easy as. <laughs> and, and that is exactly what I shall do. Karen is absolutely hopped up on a lot of electrum and a lot of adrenaline and she is going to try to slice it all the way she's going to try and slice it into through the torso through the torso yeah yep. cool okay go ahead roll me an attack roll that is a 20 to hit you're rolling so good and you haven't used uh, reckless attack at all yet. no um and like if you don't if you like roll bad and then you're like oh by the way this is reckless like no no no, no, no. okay yeah roll me damage <laughs> 19 damage. God damn. <laughs> Ooh, uh, so you notice this time when you run in and you give it the swing mm -hmm. that it sort of starts to topple over sideways. Like before it would just immediately reform as soon mm -hmm. as your axe had swung through it. This time it takes a moment, um, it starts to topple a little bit before it manages to like reform itself and like pull itself back in. It's, it's slower. It appears to be suffering uh, from the damage that you've dealt to it. Karen would like to yell, bring it down, bring it down. That's a Lord of the Rings reference. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Who is next? The Earth Elemental is next. It is going to teleport down into the rock, mm. come up about 10 feet ahead 
within the area of all the tieflings who are cowering, and it's going to do a spin attack. Oh, no. Oh, rough. Do I get an attack of opportunity because it's leaving my zone? No, it did a teleport. It didn't, it didn't walk away from you. All right, so about six tieflings all get hit and like hit the walls. But something really cool happens is that the same thing happened with Idafa, is that all of them who take damage from it all blast it with fire. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> tieflings! <laughs> there is this cool moment where they kind of all like take hits and they, they fight to stay standing and then all of their eyes kind of like glow and this like awesome green fire is like lighting the area. Um, and it is going to take 10, 20, 26. It's gonna take 31 damage. Hot damn. Um, it gets, gets hit with this magical green fire from every side and it starts like, like bits of it are like melting off and all of the tieflings are like cheering and they're starting to gain confidence and a few of them are starting to like run in and like punch it. They don't have weapons, but they're like, they are coming together and they're like, yeah, we can do this. Like, like the dwarf lady, like Idafer. And like, they're all getting in and punching it. Um, <laughs> Idafer, you're up. All right. I'm thinking Firebolt. Do it. Yeah, just do a little sneaky Firebolt. So Idafer, you step up. And these are like your people. You have like a moment to I gather feel attention. So inspired. Yeah. What do you What do you say when you step up, like past Karen, and, and like shoot this fire? I don't know if he wants to say anything. I think he's just he just wants to lead by example, sort of thing. And okay. he's so proud of what everyone just did. He's like my people. Are you using blue or green electrum for this? Oh, green, because it's in my hand. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, what is the maximum level of? Uh, spell that you have access to at the moment. Two. Cool, so you're rolling it, so it is a level three spell. Okay. So you're going to add uh, three extra uh, D10s oh to this attack. 17. So Idafa, you step forwards and the green Electrum glows in your hand and now it is apparent to everyone who is there. Flynn's like just catching up now. The like green fire that everybody blasted and filled the tunnel with, the green fades and then it like immediately goes back up again as Idafa wields a green Electrum and it is now apparent to everyone that the green Electrum is the exact same color as this like green fire that everyone is shooting. Oh, um, Idafa, your eyes like burst with, with this magical fire again and you blast it forwards and it just goes straight through the like the middle of the chest of the earth elemental and it shudders and it shakes and it attempts to reform and it just kind of like splashes down into like this puddle of clay. Um, the earth elemental has been defeated. Um, that would give me another point of exhaustion, right? Yes, you now have two points of exhaustion. You fall back just so wasted. You have two points of exhaustion, so now your speed is halved. Oh, okay. But luckily the threat has been taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, all of the tieflings, like especially the ones that you recognize that were in your cell before, um, walk forwards and pick you up uh -huh. and kind of carry you on their shoulders and they're all walking up and they're thanking you guys and like they're hugging Flynn because Flynn like was the one who unlocked their cage and Frankie they don't know what your deal is but you're here yeah, cool. and they're um, they're thanking you so much and Karen like there's a few of them that are just like kneeling down and hugging you and you have saved their lives and they are so very very grateful. Nice. Nice. Frankie <laughs> try and find 
Friskin. Do you look in the tunnels? Like he, he yeah, said he was leaving, like, oh, so. Yeah, I want to find him when he took those. He is nowhere to be seen. Roll me an investigation or a perception, your choice. Uh, that is a 12. From the way that he reacted, you're fairly sure that he would be up, like he would have left. Um, and as you all, with your uh, rescued tieflings, head up the stairs, you actually find him standing in the kitchen, kind of like he, he was, he's sort of grinning. And he's like, oh, I did not think that you needed my help. And apparently I was correct. I'm going to be taking this. And he like holds up the jar and he's like, this is, this is not for you. You do not want to use this. This is bad it? stuff. Who are you taking it to then? Mr. Speck? Ah, uh, that's Master Speck to you. <laughs> so Friskin uh, smiles and he says, oh, you know my friend? You know my friend Master Speck? This is... Oh, this is good news. Perhaps someday the two of you can sit down and have tea and maybe we will be uh, equals in a different way. I would like to know more about him. I am sure that you would. So what does this mean, Friskin? You're, uh... No, wait. <clears throat> That's the wrong voice. So... <laughs> <coughs> I have to get back into Karen, darling. So, so, so what does this mean, Friskin? You're not coming into work tomorrow? Hmm. <laughs> Oh, you never know, you might see me there, but uh, I have other places to be. Mm. You are becoming more powerful. You have faced down some very genuine threats tonight, and I imagine that you and I will meet again someday. Yes, well, next time, would you do me the favor of coming and talking to me if you would like to do an investigation into my company? You've embarrassed me because I hired you. And now you're not coming back into work. Oh, I'm sure you will find more janitors. Maybe you can hire some of these people who you have rescued. Actually, not That's a bad a idea. Point. That's yeah. a good point. He does a backflip off the Wait. off the bench and like catches the electrum in the jar. Like you know, if you like, you know, Spider Man like catches everything on that lunch tray. Yeah. <laughs> he does that. He bows and he says. It was a pleasure being a part of your company. <laughs> uh, and he leaves. Oh, and Ido's a bit sad because he just really wanted to hug him. Oh. Because he figured it would be like hugging his cat with him. <laughs> he did give you a, like a small wink as he left, but like he I wasn't letting I see any, him again. He wasn't letting anyone close to him. So you guys can tell, like the house is so quiet, like Friskin leaves out the front doors and your your adrenaline is pumping so much that the alarms are so quiet and distant to you um, but the house is empty um, and you can go through and you can have a look around the house if you want okay um, okay food food um we're in the kitchen yeah uh, karen's gonna start getting out whatever food is in there there are there's like a lot of like bread and yeah. like sandwich meat and yeah. coleslaw and stuff like you can make everybody sandwiches yeah. she's getting want. she's getting food out karen's getting a mum on she's there's like a big bowl of potato salad <gasps> there's like half of a ham it is like a well-stocked mm. pantry and and it's not really a fridge because electricity doesn't exist but there's like an ice box yes. there like it's holding stuff closed um would any of you guys like to go yes. uh, examine the rest of the house mm -hmm. i want to make sure there's no one else here for sure even though it's yeah, there isn't anyone here but i also, can tell you that for free if you would like to um, investigate the rest of the house you can roll me an investigation check yes 16. i got 16 too i'm way too tired He's oh. wrecked. He's just kind of on the floor waiting for a sandwich. Yeah, you, you get one. Um, Karen makes you one first. Wicked. Um, so you can also roll an investigation check if you want to go look around the house as well. No, I'm going to hang out with my tiefling friends. Okay. So you two 
you guys find 9,300 gold. Oh! <laughs> that you share with your friends. Now that, <laughs> now that is a mafia stash. Talk about uh, you a do, you basically you go up into a main bedroom and you find like a little, like you find like his treasure room. Also on top of, uh, on a shelf, uh, Flynn, in this room you find a cold, scaly, layered sphere about the size of a grapefruit. A dragon sphere? egg. Sphere. A sphere, like a little, like a little stone sphere. Okay. Uh, you find a necklace of fireballs that has two beads on it. Hey. You find uh, an item that is like a magic item that is labeled Wisteria's Antlers. Uh, it's a bracelet. Hold on, I'm still uh, writing fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> and you find 37 pieces of blue electrum. Frankie, mm -hmm. you find a strange looking crossbow that doesn't have the bow part attached to it. It's just the handle and the shaft. And it looks like it has a trigger. It is really weird looking. It looks like it's got some kind of like <gasps> uh, gunpowder propulsion system within it. Thank you, science. Frankie yes. gets a gun. Uh, and it has a single bullet in it that appears to be made of green electric. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Cool, so you have a gun now. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a dangerous thing for Frankie to have. You find uh, several uh, spell scrolls labeled detect thoughts, Ooh. featherfall, mage armor, and detect magic. What was that, detect thoughts? <laughs> oh, whoops. So I wrote thoughts. Detect me. <laughs> and one more thing that you find is a couple of like files that just, uh, just appear to be like little, you know, there's a few contracts and photographs in them that uh, Marvelous appeared to have like current deals going. Um, and you, the top one is a file on one Barbara Oakfell. <gasps> I'll be taking all those files. Cool. A quick look tells you that Marvelous sold Barbara scrolls for whole person and disguised self, as oh. well as enough Electrum to operate them. Mm. Uh, girl, the whole magic underbelly. All right, you guys are fed. You have found a lot of gold. You can, by the way, you can give some of that gold to the tiefling oh, prisoners no. if you if oh. you want to. You can, give, <laughs> you can share it amongst yourselves. You can give some of it to. There are um, about twenty six tieflings that you have rescued um, that are in while, different states of injury and starvation. While um while these guys are investigating the house, Karen would like to. Um, while she's making them all sandwiches, she'd like to chat to the tieflings. And cool. What would you like? I don't want to role play, but you can ask. You can tell me what you want to ask. Yeah, them. she'll just say. I just can't do twenty-six voices. No, that's okay. I understand. <laughs> I'll do it. Well, first, you'd, first you'd like to say, is everybody doing okay? All right, we've we've got. Have we got any major injuries? Just like to give it a quick check over. Um, mostly people are uh, bruised from being beaten by the guards, but there are no um, like open wounds Good. and no broken bones. The sandwiches and the water that you handed out was really helping with the starvation. Mm. Um, and a few people are getting their energy back, um, including uh, Idafa. And sh she would also like to ask, um, has everybody got a place to go after we leave here? The general consensus is that they all live in the slums mm. and that they, they're all planning on going home. Okay. Like basically as soon as they're ready to get up and go good, and good, we're going to go together. Good, I'm very glad. Yes, everybody everybody will stick together tonight. Would you like an escort back down or are you going to be okay? One of the tieflings, the 40-ish year old male, mm -hmm. thanks you and says that. Actually, no, I'll do a voice. <laughs> so the 40-ish uh, year old male tiefling, the one that Flynn met at the start, like now that he's eaten and he's had some water and he's able to stand by himself comes up to you and puts his hand on your shoulder and says, oh girl, you have, you have done a wonderful thing for our people tonight. Uh, I, will, I will 
take it from here. My name is Terence. I work in one of the churches. I'm just, you know, I sweep it up. I keep it, I keep it clean. Um, I'll make sure these people all get home tonight. Good, good. Um, I don't suppose you want me to keep it a secret that you're a magic user? Magic? I don't know anything about that. And she gives him like a big wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he picks up the entire ham, like, <laughs> and he's like, we're taking this. Uh, and all of the tieflings do like run through, rummage through the rest of the pantry and the icebox and they literally take every piece of food. Frankie wants to give them some money too before they leave. Cool, um, so you, you end up back in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, you have 9,300 gold on you. How much would you like to give them? That's my gold. <laughs> Sorry, Flynnvar does have the gold. But, um, uh, do you want to, like, Flynn, are you fine giving them some of this gold? I divvy it between... The four of us, and so Frankie can cool. do Cool, how you much want. is 9,300 of them um, for? 2,325. So you guys can all add that to your stocks, and if you would like to give some of that gold, like for like for people in the slums, like five gold is a lot. I so would like, like you don't to, have to give them hundreds. I would like to um, ask Terence what church he is at. Yeah, I don't have one on hand, he does tell you. No, uh, that's fine, because... Uh, Karen would prefer to make an anonymous donation to the church okay. on behalf on behalf of Tiefling Rehabilitation in New City. How many um, Tieflings did, sorry, did you say were there? They said there was 26 of them, right? Exactly. I was going to give them like 20 gold. Yeah, so 20 gold for, for amongst them? Yeah. Cool, and how much will you give them? I'll give them all three, so that's minus 78. So three gold each? Yes. Um, and an extra, an extra 20 gold from, from Frankie. Um, they are so intensely grateful. You have, you've saved their lives. They didn't know about the eyes. Like, like none of them ever came back. So they didn't know about the eye extraction. Did you tell them or did you kind of just? I just know why I'm saying anything. Okay, cool. But so it's... just to tie up a loose end, Jambro died, didn't he? He was taken away and you never found him again. Oh, you're freeing. Yeah, so. You, you didn't see him die, but he was taken into the same room that you were taken into. There was a big um, furnace at the other and end. And so you get the feeling that he was probably the last Harvested. victim of that of that place. Offa um, doffa. Okay, so the crowd of tieflings with, you know, their pockets full of gold and their arms full of food. Um, and a couple of them take like paintings and vases and stuff that are around. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know, come back anytime and... Uh, Squatters' rights, am I right? Uh, before you go, uh, does anybody know a, mis a master spec? None of them have heard that name before. Okay, no, that's good. That's fine. I'll have to keep looking. Uh, s safe travels. They all basically just head off down the front path and they say that they're heading back towards the slums again. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> they are intensely grateful and you do have the idea that Amongst them, they like they probably won't say anything. Like there's no, there's never a guarantee, right? But you, they're they're not gonna sell out the people who saved their lives. Snitches get stitches, also. So get stitches. And Frankie has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are standing on the front porch of this like opulent mansion that you've just cleared out. You've just rescued twenty six people and you're so tired. Like and the dogs you, are still you especially. The <laughs> oh my god. The tieflings just walk down the front path. They're not like they didn't have to walk past them. The dogs are not there anymore. It's around midnight on a night where you were supposed to have a fun party and instead you oh have Oh my god. Was it a Friday? Oh it was a Friday night, yeah. It's it's around midnight on a Saturday morning. Yay. What now? I'm gonna split the electron that I found as well. But I'm gonna ask everyone I'm gonna 
because it splits unevenly. I'm like, is it alright if Ido has 10 since the guard stole his? Wait, what? The rest of us get 9 Electrum if you get 10. Well, I'm I'm perfectly happy with that. Okay. This isn't this isn't that green stuff, is it? No, no, just the. Oh. <sighs> you do have one piece of green left, by the way. Cool. And everybody has made the connection by this point mm. that it is very likely that the green Electrum is eyes, is <laughs> tiefling eyes, which you know makes me think maybe I have power within me. Well, you cast you yeah. casted a. Um, defensive fire spell without using any Electrum. Mm, I'm heading home. Yeah, I'm gonna go rest and then I wanna spend my money. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, Karen would like to see if she can go back to back to Jansen Brefford's because she's left some of her shit there. Yeah, I mean, it'll <laughs> likely still be there on Monday. Yeah, well, she'll go back, well, because also of the, the barb thing, she, she wants to go and see how if everybody's okay, cool. Barb is still alive, you yeah. know. By the time you make it back to Janison Briffords, it's quiet. Mm. Everything's closed and locked up. Um, there's no guards around, everyone seems to have gone home. Given the fact that they were all trapped in there with a murderer, like you get the feeling that people wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. <laughs> and like after you left and you guys were the ones keeping them there, I think, you know, the guards showed up <laughs> and everyone went home. And the rest of you guys, you all go home? Yeah, I tired. Frank, um, Murphy definitely wouldn't be at his shop now, would he? You've no, you've not known him to be around at. Maybe maybe the thing is is that you guys say, hey, like let's go home and rest, and then on Sunday we'll go to Murphy's together. Yeah. Does yeah. that sound does that sound fair? That sounds oh, fair. that sounds really good. Yeah. So you guys make the plan um, that you'll meet at Murphy's at midday on mm -hmm. Sunday, mm -hmm. um, and that you all go home. Uh, Flinvar. You go home to your nice house, um, you lie down on your bed and you think about everything that has happened tonight. You start putting these pieces together with all the stuff that you've been investigating before. You were the one that started looking into Mr. Marvelous in the first place, so mm. you've now seen him and you're thinking about you know, what happened. Frankie, you go home and you just lie down next to your, your sisters. You don't even hop into your own bed. You, yeah. you climb into their bed and you lie down next to your sisters and you're so glad that you have them that they're safe and that you can do something to protect them. Karen, you eventually make it home and you climb in next to Barry. He grunts and puts an arm over you and you feel safe. Oh. And Idafer, you come home and you find your parents sitting up and they're so happy to see you. Oh. They, they are, like they're, they, were, they were basically up in the sitting room and the fire had gone out and they were sitting together on the small chair just cuddling each oh. other. And you walk into the room and they, they run and they they hug you and they're so happy that you're home and they're like they're crying and nobody goes to bed. Not even the cat. Bolo lights the fire again and Whiskers jumps into my arms. And Whiskers jumps into your arms and you all fall asleep just on the rug <laughs> in front of the fire and just just a family again. Just a family. for the night. Bolo, Bolo tries to play cards, but it's just it's just too much for the night. And you fall asleep, and you think that tonight could have been a lot worse. Mm. Yeah, I might not have ever seen my parents again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Ugh, they're gone. I think I'm gonna die here.
James Jones, MD. Ugh. If there's one thing that I learned from this, it's definitely not to get involved in organ harvesting. That seems like the big lesson here. A- anyway, thanks for listening to the show. Huh? Who's there?